Hello there, and welcome to the SysTaker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Colin Brown, and I am joined by Bob D. Hello there. So, Bob, you've just returned from Italia, where you played in the System Open. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Give us a rundown of uh, the list you brought and how you got on. Well, I was still running the Skurgs. I went three and three, managed to avoid Phantoms until my final game of the day. And I came a cropper when it came to a a first order aces list that I was just outflown by. And then I also lost to Roger uh, for you wing list. And that absolutely fascinated me. I'd never seen anything like that. And it was, it was very good to play against it. Very interesting. And you managed to grab a quick interview with Roger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roger, lovely bloke. Um, and, and you don't hear a lot about the Swiss guys because there just aren't many of them, but they're obviously pretty good at X-Wing and, and they're giving it some, some real thought. And, and Roger brought his tiny European meta to the, the wider European meta in Italy. And he went 6-0 and in, in Swiss. So we sat down and had a chat. And this time we're in Italy for the Italian System Open. And with me is Roger, who, hey finished, who finished top of the Swiss. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are you flying? Flying four U-Wings. Play a Blue Squadron Scout with Leia Organa. I have Heftober with Selfless and... Um, I think that's it. I have Cassian Endor with Tin Urso and Selfless, and I play Bentic with Perceptive Co-Pilot. Okay, and you've gone 6-0 and today. You've, I just watched you take out Farn Lagerlang. And he, he told me he wasn't beaten like this for the... He can't remember when he was beaten like this because he didn't kill a single ship. And a lot of people I played today complained a little bit about the list I'm playing because it feels a bit one point e and you can bump a lot and still get full action efficiency. And we had a game earlier today, and, and you schooled me up with that list that I've never seen before. But it was very close. It was very, very close in the end. I mean, I had just one U-Wing left, and you, I think you're the only person today who just brought me down to one U-Wing, actually. Okay, thank you for that. It, it, it maybe reflects on my day that I ended up 3-3, three and three, but Phantoms, hey-ho. Um, how do you feel about tomorrow? Are you looking forward to it? Yeah, um, actually, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm kind of excited now because I didn't expect like doing that good. And I was surprised, actually. And you're straight through to the top eight because you should be skipping the qualifying game. Yeah, exactly. I got a bye tomorrow, so I should be top eight instantly. So, Off to Worlds. Yeah, if I win, yeah. If I just get the invite, no, because I can't afford the ticket and stuff. But if I win, yeah, for sure. Sad to hear. The list you're running is, is unusual, the, the four U-wings. Do you think there's a big advantage in running ships that, that nobody's seen before? Yeah, I think especially the U-Wing is a very good list for this because people just don't know what they do. Because they don't know how to engage like this fortressy kind of thing. And then it happens like when you engage and realize what's going on, it's already too late and you're already lost the game in this point. And if you don't realize it enough early, you just lose. And I think a lot of players here haven't played against four U-Wings at all. I, I certainly haven't. It was a new one on me. Do you think that the list might get some more attention now you've done well with it? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, a lot of uh, people took pictures from the list. And I mean, when I started the first few games, it was everybody was like, uh, 4K, uh, 4 U-Wings, what? And in the end, everybody was like, whoa, 4 U-Wings, that's kind of crazy. And it's, it's good. So I think a lot of people would pick it up, but I think it gets a, a hammer on the next points update. Okay, that's brilliant. We're going to be back tomorrow with more updates from Italy. In the meantime, it's goodbye from me, Bob D, and goodbye from Roger. Hey, bye, guys. So one thing I saw from the internet 
seems to be there was a lot of rebel beef knocking around. Is it that what you found? Everywhere. Yeah. Every, everywhere except play me. I would have loved a bit of rebel beef because the Sturgs <laughs> kind of wet their lips a little bit when they see that and they can they can just get laser shots in and, and stuff just dies. And also the base size of the Skurgs is big enough to make it awkward for them to do all the K-turning stuff they want to do with Leia. But sadly, I didn't see a lot of it, but it looked every time I turned up at a table, there was rebel beef on the left, rebel beef on the right, rebel beef across the table, except for me. You know, it was absolutely everywhere. And I think there was a there was quite a volume of Top 16 that was rebel beef. Um, few fan, No phantoms in Top 16, actually. None at all. Oh, really? Uh, but lots of rebel beef. And certainly by looking at the hyperspace, the guys who were doing well in hyperspace were doing well with the rebel beef. And lucky for us, we, we had one uh, British guy who went 5-0 and and is uh, joining the Will's invite troop. And that would be Darren Granger, is that right? Yeah, I, I had a chat with him on Sunday night just as the event was wrapping up. OK, I'm enjoying the Italian sunshine, sat outside with Darren Granger. Hello there. Uh, Darren has just finally pulled in a world's invite. Congrats, man. Thank you very much. It's been a long time coming. How many events did you actually do to try and win a world's invite? So I did the UK System Open, where I got knocked out the round before I got the invite, so I made it to top 16. I did Denver, where I didn't do too great, but I had a fun time while I was there. I then did two hyperspace, where I've lost in a final and a top four. And then I got knocked out in the top eight of UK Nationals last week. So about five, six uh, events. But really close, loads of times. Denver aside. Yeah, Denver aside, really, really close. Cool. And everybody wants to know, what list did you take into the hyperspace? Rebel beef. And there was a lot of it around this weekend. Oh, yeah, an absolute ton of it. Um, so I came up against it yesterday in the the Open. I came up against two of them, and then I played it again in my final game today. And your Rebel Beef variant is? So I've got a stripped-down Rebel Beef. So I've got Wedge with nothing but S-foils. I've got Braylon and Ten Num with just um, Elusive on Ten Num. And then I've got Cassian with Pivot Wing and Leia. So it comes in at 197, which is usually a point less than other Rebel Beef. And key is um, the two Jedi, so Anakin, Mace, and, and two Torrents. Okay, and looking at the top 16 here in Italy, uh, there was no Phantoms and there were no Skurgs after I managed to run into all kinds of horrible problems yesterday. And... Do you think Beef Now is, is just the list that is the gatekeeper to all other lists? I think it's just a, a hyper-efficient list. I mean, I took it because it's easy to fly, it's not very mentally draining, um, so I can I could quite easily play two, three, four more games right now and still have the same mental agility. And it's, it's just hyper-efficient. And it exploits game mechanics, so I can fail a barrel roll and my ships get better. Excellent, excellent. And looking around at who finished good in the top 16 we have got as i say none of the skurgs none of the phantoms but there were two of the 4k wing builds they're in a lot of ways very similar to rebel beef they're, they're low variants they've got loads of health and they can really put the offense out when they want to did you do you play any of those so i played against farn langeland yesterday with uh, his 4k wings and he is a phenomenal player with it unfortunately it was my first loss uh, yesterday in round five and yeah it was just uh, one of those things that um, it, 
it, it is again hyper efficient so you've got the uh, barrage rockets out the front you've got the uh, turret out the side and then you've got the bombs behind so effectively it's got a 360 threat range and because it's a medium base and because it's got the slam you can just cycle them through and just jam up that much room on the board it, it's just death by a thousand cuts then and the other one that was was perhaps unsurprising, uh, Julian Hood making it with his Jedi and Double Torrent. That's a, a fairly populist that was around quite a lot over the weekend. But also Fel Vader Duchess, uh, Del Cromwell obviously, and one other guy made it into Top 16 with, with those ships. But there was some more interesting stuff as, as well. Did you did you see anything in Top 16 that was unusual to you? Yeah, so there's there a few that was in the Top 16 that kind of threw me off. So there was, there was a player that had four U-Wings, who I believe you played yesterday from Switzerland. Uh, it's not something I've seen, and then there was uh, there was a two lists which were Hera in the Ghost with uh, Wedge, and then Nora in the Y Wing, and it was just a load of upgrades that are stapled together, and actually it looks more than the sum of its parts for how well it did. Yeah, I mean, two of those making top sixteen is impressive, and there's all sorts of jank on there that is very effective against Phantoms. Yeah, so you've got like afterburners on Nora with linked with her veteran turret gunner. It just means she can get into range one and just open up with a couple of shots there with the ion. And and then you've got Hera who basically at initiative five moves after the phantoms, changes her dial, gets to range one, takes a target lock. As long as she rolls paint, um, that's five hits. Uh, sorry, five crits because with Saw Guerrero on there, all of a sudden you take one damage and the opponent takes five crits. And obviously ghosts aren't remotely bothered by the horrible duke that the phantoms are running. No, absolutely. So as a great metacor, so you, what they're going to do, duke the zero dice that they have, or what's Wedge going to do? He's going to make it so that you have no no dice. Great. And, and it's an interesting list, and it does seem like a, a lot of punch for uh, 200 points. And I suspect we may be seeing a bit more of that, because I imagine they're going to escape the points changes. Yeah, there's nothing really in there that jumps out as a, oh my god, this needs needs to be changed. Probably you've got the veteran turret gunner that's on Nora that might change, but then again, you, there's a couple of things that you could just tweak with the list, like afterburners might be a luxury. I've not really played it and I didn't play against it, but yeah, I think it will come through the points update uh, that's out in three, four weeks, uh, largely unscathed. And a couple of interesting handbills. There was obviously Han and Jake making it all the way up to the top 16, but that was the Nathan Idy build with Nora. And also Han Corrin. Did you see that play? Uh, I didn't see the Han Corrin play. I played yesterday my last game, um, which I needed to beat to make the the cut, because we were both 4-1 and one at that point, was the Han, Nora and Jake, and it was the Nathan Idy build. And Nora is just phenomenal in that list with the add, the evade. She is incredibly tanky, and it was, it was probably my best game of the weekend. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I lost, but it was an incredible game. But the, the Han Corrin um, list I've, I've not really seen, but I know that Corrin's got the uh, rigged cargo shoot, which again is a great metacore because all of a sudden you, you shed all of your target locks that are on you. And seeing so much beef, and it was absolutely everywhere, up and down the board today, that would justify major points cuts, surely? Uh, yeah, absolutely. The points need to be readjusted for them. So I can see B-Wings all going up by a couple of points. I can see Cassian going up by a couple of points. Leia probably won't go back to the eight points she was before. I think she was eight points. I didn't play her when she was 
first out, but she definitely is worth more than two points. Um, so I could imagine her going up to around the five or six mark, which then all of a sudden you can't fit all of the toys in if you kind of up it by a couple of points on each B-Wing and Cassian and Leia. Um, so it'll make some tougher choices there. But the, the list depends on, on raw efficiency, and if you take stuff out of it, it makes it less efficient. Absolutely. So the interactions between, um, especially uh, the third ships or the fourth ships, always up for debate as to what you put in there. I put ten num in there because again, it means that the the B wings are just incredible knife fighters, and I actually love ten num. He was my man in the match of this weekend, just from hunting ships down and getting more points than he was actually worth. And how did you find the the play experience of running the beef lists? The play experience as a player with it, although it's a little bit dull in terms of it's one forwards, it's a focus, it's a barrel roll and you're potentially exploiting game mechanics by failing your barrel roll. Actually as a player I feel fully refreshed at the end of the game and so mentally I can focus on my next game uh, and not feel tilted from the last one or having had to thought having flown vultures uh, droids previously it takes a lot more mental focus which is incredibly draining over a, a two-day event uh, where you're having to think well if if this one positions here and barrel rolls where's this one going to go where's that one going to go this is just four ships that effectively i fly as one until i engage so it's it's very risk averse in that um, most shots are modded at least once uh, you don't really care about green dice because you don't um, and then the the couple that I do have I've got elusive on 10 num and I've got uh, re-rolls on Braylinx he's always stressed and so you can counteract the variance somewhat I mean of the list that made it to the the end of today the the only two that were real green dice lists were the the Feld Vader Duchess lists also Julian Hood's uh, Twin Jedi I guess could be described as a green dice list but in fact they have so many mods that I wouldn't really class them with those. It looks to me like the, the state of the game is is very much about red dice and chunk. Yeah, so uh, th in the game at the moment, you don't have the things that we had in first edition. Uh, so you don't have auto thrusters. There's not as many defensive modifications as there are offensive modifications. Everything at the moment with second edition is all geared around modifying red dice it is whether it's with target locks and, and it's, it's difficult to get double modded and that's where the b-wings then kind of play the numbers a little bit where they do have double modded with braylon with his uh, focus and barrel roll to then give him re-roll so effectively he's got target lock barrel roll, uh, target lock focus every turn and so yeah offense is much more it's much, the game's much more geared towards offense at the moment which is is what they wanted to do to make people engage and, and shoot and beef again is much less susceptible to that variance if you have bad variance in one game uh, it doesn't really matter because you your offense is that heavy and and you've got that many multiple modifications it, it like if you roll loads of blanks on green dice it doesn't matter because you, you just tank the shots whereas with the more traditional aces if you get around where you blank out which happens that's that's a dead soon tier what's your next event going to be so I was going to have a trip to Madrid at the end of this month for, for as a big event, but actually now I've won the invite, I'm, I'm not going to go. So I've got a hyperspace event in crew next week, and I'm actually going to fly something fun for once. So there's a couple of lists that I've, I've wanted to try, but because I've had to focus on being hyper-efficient to win the world's invite, I, I, I've neglected them at the moment. So I, it's either going to be double infiltrators or five A-wings or possibly three Jedi or two Jedi. So Anakin and Obi-Wan or or the three PS4s. I'm looking forward to something that's more green dice based and arc dodging and repositioning, just for something that's more fun.
I can tell you now, don't take double infiltrators. I've had five games today and five losses with Grievous, Maul and Doku. And every game there seems to be Anakin sitting there just waiting to say, you're never shooting me. In fact, three out of my five were against Jedi-based lists and the other two were aces. So I didn't have a great day with infiltrators. I'd stay away from those and just block the border with some A-wings. Fair enough. Sounds like a plan. So one interesting thing about the beef... Hold on. Sorry, Bob. When you were talking to Darren, did you discuss the kind of different beef versions there were knocking around? Not in huge detail. There's, there's a little bit of that. And certainly we had a chat. When we looked at the lists on Sunday evening, that we had a long sort of convo about what what is beef. And my definition of beef is anything with, with four rebel ships with Leia in a U-wing. I mean, there's other lists that have beefy elements like the K-wings. They, they have real beefy elements. But actually, it's layer, layer in a U-wing and four ships is beef. And there's different variants. There's the double um, name B-wings. And actually... The one that um, took the event with Alessandro running more basic B wings was quite a different different take on on beef, and and the chat he had and, and how he flies it, it's quite interesting to hear what he had to say and his his analysis, because he's he's flying it, he's not flying it as a block, he's not relying on being a a very fat single ship that roughly fills the space of of something that's just a bit bigger than a large base. He's he's flying it as a a proper multi-pronged attack, which is quite an interesting way of doing it. Not many people are doing that Definitely. in terms of the, the flying style. And as we appro- approach points changes, it is quite interesting to see that things like Blue Squadron pilots and Blue Squadron scouts can still be more than just viable. So this is the kind of list yeah, you I might mean, see more Rebel beef morph into. Yeah, I mean, I'm, st- I'm starting to think ahead to what might survive the points change and what might be interesting to play. And there were some some interesting lists, as Darren was saying. And I like the idea of, of ghosts being viable and extended with with uh, Nora and Wedge. And I like the idea of the triple missile boats with Jendon backing them up. That's That's pretty scary. And I think it just is better than the hatchet man list that's been knocking about it just it just has more chunk it, it, it throws more missiles out and it's it's really good cool all right well we'll see how that shakes off towards the end of june but for now let's listen to what alessandro has to say i'm here with alessandro marmorin marmorini yeah congratulations man you've just won the italian system open yeah thank you it's happened two minutes ago and i'm still a bit confused but yes <laughs> not your first try though you've had really good runs in the italian opens yeah yeah i uh, i run i've done always the top in the italian opens and this 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 time i made all the the road till the winning Excellent, congratulations. And everybody asks, what was your list? My list is a strange version of Rebel Beef because I've always uh, played um, uh, Rebel Swarms since 1.0, always played that. And uh, then happened that uh, Leila came, <laughs> so it uh, finally got uh, in meta. And I played three PS2 U-Wing and two B-Wings with a hull upgrade. U wing uh, with the uh, with um, tactical officer and Leia, and a strange uh, afterburner wedge with predator afterburners, and I have a bit of five points that helps in some ways with uh, Jedi's and uh, sometimes even against Empire. Okay, and how did you get on yesterday? Uh, five one. I've lost against four 
U-Wings, that is a very, 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 very scary uh, list. Uh, Roches list. Yeah, but I managed to win uh, the same guy uh, in the top. Okay. He did the 6 0. That's, that's a, a list uh, really strong. I, I really was scared by meeting him again because it's uh, something like it's hard to uh, to say that that is playing X-Wing I don't like that kind of uh, lists and did you come across any of the Ghost Nora Wedge lists? No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't find neither the, uh, that list, neither the four phantoms. That that was the lucky part of my tourney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Rebel Beef was was everywhere this weekend. There was so much of the Rebel Beef in all kinds of different little changes to the build. Do you think it's going to last much longer? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think Leia needs to be uh, set in a different way. Uh, I mean, point <laughs> about points. I mean, and yeah, I think in some way I I feel responsible that uh, in Italy we, we we all play a lot of rebels because I did very well in the ETC, uh, doing eight zero unbeaten, and I, we won the um, the ETC, the team uh, championship in Italy. And the fact is, but you know. Experience in mirror matches is it and dice, of course, but experience pays. And uh, I, I like to play spread. And in some uh, many versions of this list, playing playing with uh, selfless or bigs, uh, they play very close. That helps the my way of playing against them. Okay, yeah, that's that's insightful. That's interesting to see. And that's the way you built sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because you, you've got for sorry for my English. <laughs> not at all, not at all. Your English is excellent. Um, man, congratulations! It's been a long time coming. An Italian has taken home the Italian system open at last. Yeah, congratulations! Uh, Italian man. system open is finally home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So thanks to everyone who came on uh, and did an interview with Bob while he was over in Italy. That's all we have time for today. So. Yeah, and there were, there were loads of guys out there who who took the time to come and say, you know, that they enjoyed the cast and they enjoy what we're doing. So, massive shout out to to all of the, those guys, especially Lou Whitham and Dale Cromwell, who, who both had loads of kind words for us. So, we really appreciate that, guys. We we really really do appreciate people being nice about what we're doing. So, thank you so much to to everybody uh, who had something nice to say about the cast. Thank you. Yeah, it is always nice to hear. So, it's goodbye from Bob. Tada. And it's goodbye from me. Uh, see you later in the week, everybody. Bye.